You are listening to East Tennessee's newest and top-rated podcast, Small Town 865. These are personal opinions, ideas, and thoughts of two young men and do not reflect that of our employers. If you are easily offended, remember, this is meant for entertainment purposes only. Man, oh man, do we have a great show for you all today on Small Town 865. We are back in football mode with a hint of Halloween. We've got upsets, travel, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios, and oh yeah, how about them balls? Go Big Orange. All that and more coming up on today's Small Town 865. Howdy, howdy. Welcome to Small Town 865. I'm Joey. And I'm Mac. And we are excited to be back with you. We uh, Yes, we are. Yeah, we had to had to miss last week because Mac was cross-country traveling and <laughs> I was out of state as well. So. And was not picking up tables or wasn't picking up anything. I was it, traveling for family, traveling man, for family. I'm telling you, I, I get a daily update of where Mike is traveling through East Tennessee <laughs> to find his – he's like the that show American Pickers, except for he doesn't – he just he just randomly – he doesn't go for antiques. He just goes for anything. <laughs> and this, everything. This side of the Mississippi, and that's just because he hasn't found anything west of the Mississippi yet. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great journey, though. That's Right. And it's fun to tell you about it, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, well, we'll see you at 11 p.m. when you get back from Gray, Tennessee. <laughs> or Bulls Gap or Johnson City. Duck Town. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So, so Mike, we, we missed last week. Like I said, both of us were traveling for various reasons. Uh, won't you give us a recap sort of, of of what was going on with you last week? Well, so last week, uh, you know, we Sevier County had a – first time ever that i can recall a full week of fall break much needed which was great it was fantastic i mean it really was uh versus you know the friday and a monday Mm -hmm. which is basically just a long weekend i truly think that was the best thing ever uh so in short with that being said we traveled down to myrtle beach south carolina to visit family down there and of course you know they were hit by the hurricane but not Hurricane Ian, uh, to be more specific, but they not as much as Florida, right? Just minor and, damage, exactly. In and you know, it allow us. Uh, Gina was able to check on some things there down there with with her company's restaurants that are down there, but more importantly, visiting family, family that we haven't seen in quite some time, and we got to enjoy a car show. Uh, we actually took the car down, so yeah. that, that was that was pretty. Pretty cool. Well, that's a good uh, mix of getting the family time and also just time to unwind and relax. And You're exactly you know, right. It's sort of a mixture of work for her and family time and, and that just enjoyment. And friend time. We were able to uh, meet up and have dinner at the restaurant, uh, Villa Romana, at you know her family's restaurant. Uh, so then once that was finished, we, we headed back to East Tennessee. And then I ended up traveling to Florida which is where my father's at and he was he was in the mix of the hurricane and literally right in the middle of the hurricane he lives in northport and it was just it was a bit overwhelming uh you know when i left knoxville something just told me that you know the day's not going to go so well because (laughs) when your plane pulls in and they immediately put it on delay for landing gear issues i was like hmm all right, well, this may happen, this may not. So they delayed it till 6 p.m. Flight was supposed to take off at 2.30, 3 o'clock, and, or actually, no, 1.45, I think, uh, to arrive around 3. 
And then they ended up having another flight, which is with Allegiant, going down to Tampa St. Pete. And I thought, okay, well, worst case scenario, you have to drive an extra hour or yeah. so, and, yeah. and that's okay. But the problem is there's no rental cars. There's very few Ubers or Lyfts mm-hmm. because people are still uh, they're still iffy about the road situation down there. Yeah. But I ended up doing it. They transferred me over, so the flight took off around 3, 3-ish, I think. I ended up getting down there. I did, luckily, uh, when I got to Tampa St. Pete Airport, found an Uber, which, thank God for that. But the it traf- probably still be hitchhiking. Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't be back yet. <laughs> but the traffic was horrendous, and a lot of that is because things are diverted because of roads being blocked. So it, it, it kind of pigeonholes a lot of people yeah. to go uh, to the arteries that are open. Exactly. But, man— it is like a war zone down there. And so the cleanup, you know, you can see the cleanup, the the major cleanup crews. It, it's a constant uh, flow and movement of trucks and debris trucks. Uh, it's it's pretty overwhelming. Yeah, and, you know, we, we like to joke around on here a lot, but, you know, when that hurricane in came through, uh, I know you were nervous because I your was. dad lost contact with you for a little while and he was yes. not leaving his home. No, he's and, very stubborn. And, and so then we see all the pictures of just everything being destroyed. Fort not, not Myers, just damaged, but yeah, destroyed. Venice, yeah, just yeah. wiped clean. Yeah, and we've got some family and friends in Fort Myers. And I mean, just the, I mean, we were so worried about their place yeah and their i stuff. think you were telling me sanibel island yeah near sanibel, sanibel island. island yeah and uh, uh you know it's it, you know luckily they they had as minimal damages as you could hope for uh, still got a lot of things to to work through and, and praying for them but you know your your dad was you know it, it was a it was a big stress on you and i'm, I'm it, glad you got to go down there but I, it made I it was, real yes i was i was glad uh, glad for that too to be able to you know put feet on the pavement and see what's actually going on. That was, that was nice, but be able to help take a little bit of the stress off with him because yeah. there, you know, there's some other things going on too, uh, with him. You know, my stepmom is, is very ill, but, uh, not, not going to get into details on that. Uh, the fact that I was able to help, that was, that was good. Exactly. I, and it, spending it time with your dad. You exactly. Know, that's, that's, You're exactly right. You know, and, and, the other, the big positive, you know, when I when I got down there on Saturday, we get up that morning mm-hmm. and we were able to watch game day. Yeah. Of course, I had my iPad down there and I flipped on game day and he was like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> uh, but he's used to NFL. He he likes pro. He he doesn't really have a clue about college football. Uh, but I schooled him real quick. Yeah, oh yeah. Especially for coming from Tennessee. Exactly. <laughs> so that that was good, and I was able to watch the game on my iPad too. Of course, I was communicating with you and oh, everybody yeah. else in East Tennessee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a good day, brother. Yeah, yeah. Well, we uh, we also traveled uh, while you we sure were off did. for fall break. Ours was not as serious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we also went to Florida. We went to Universal Studios and. Um, went and visited their Halloween horror nights and my wife and I love scary movies and oh, I haunted too. corn mazes and all this stuff. And, uh, but we'd never been to Halloween horror nights. And so we, we took our 13 year old daughter with us and, 
Uh, yeah, Mike, Mike's <laughs> pouring up the, his cold, cold, very light to brew coffee. I, I'm, I'm getting excited about <laughs> listening to this. Uh, uh, so, so we go through, and, and, and we had we'd actually thought about just going to Universal and not doing the horror nights. And my daughter, she was just all about it. She wanted to do it, and she's never really experienced a whole lot of scary stuff. Um, but uh, she wants to because she knows, you know, that Melissa and I love scary stuff. So that's we, exciting. Yeah, yeah, that I, really is. Yeah. So uh, we were worried about her age being in there. Uh, we pre-watched videos of the haunted houses, and and if you don't know, uh, Universal they they shut down the park like at five o'clock, and back in their warehouses and studios where they actually film things, they build ten haunted houses. That's pretty. That's insane. It, it is, and and they're not the same ones every year, and and so uh, so we we decided we would give it a shot and. Man, it was not disappointed. So it's definitely well oh, worth it. it. I, I will, so if you have a chance to do it again, you'll yeah. do it again. And here's here's the the good thing about that is you just said they're not the same every year. Exactly. So that makes it even better. Oh, I mean, yeah. it really does. I'll go every year from here yeah. on out. I mean, I, I, I really well, will. we may have to we may have to go. Yeah, we may just have to go and try it and say, yeah, hey, what it, the heck? It's fantastic and. You know, the first one we went to was the actual Halloween house with Michael Myers oh. and all that stuff. And, you know, you, you, you walk in and, and you're at first at the uh, the sanitarium where, you know, he escapes from and you've got all these people trying to escape. And then you walk through this little dark area. And when you walk, come through that area, you're it's like you're outside. You have trees, you have a street, you're staring at michael myers childhood home oh wow and yeah yeah oh. and uh, and so you spend the rest of the time going through the rooms of the house and each room sort of replays a scene from the multiple halloween movies oh, wow. and there's a lot of jump scares and it's fantastically done uh there was you know like i said there were, there were 10 houses we only went through five of them just and, you know, because it was my daughter's first time really doing scary stuff. Yes. And we just didn't yeah. want her to uh, sort of be traumatized by it. But, you know, after it was over with, she loved it. She, she, never, yeah, oh, she, yeah. she was, she was. You underestimated Oh, yeah, I, I did. Yeah. I did. So, uh, <laughs> that's, but that's good. You know, moving forward, she'll be able to, she'll want to go back, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and she, she likes Halloween time. And so, uh, so we'll definitely hit that again next year and, and if you all have the chance to go you all definitely need to do the same i i love everything with universal and well i can tell you i can tell you what i won't do what's the, that the tower of terror i will not do that. But, we talked about yeah. that last time but if you can't do the tower of terror you need to stay home when we go to halloween <laughs> horror nights <laughs> Uh, I, yeah. I just i i can't do it yeah. i can't have a door closed and something you know feeling my stomach plunk as my daughter <laughs> used to say and then all of a sudden the doors open that throws you outside yeah. Oh, yeah. you know and you're hanging over a cliff oh, no i can't do yeah. it no <laughs> not happening brother <laughs> well we'll have more halloween stuff to talk about coming up but we're going to take a quick break mike's going to continue his very light brew iced coffee uh, and when we come back, we're talking UT football. Yes, we're back in football mode. When I'm we... excited for this. I am too. We'll see you in a minute on Small Town 865. See you in a bit.
Welcome back to Small Town 865, guys. I'm Joey. And I'm Mac. And we are ready to recap a couple games for Tennessee football. You know, we missed last week. Uh, definitely didn't miss watching <laughs> oh, the game. I don't think anybody, because from what I understand, it was the most widely watched game oh, yeah. in history. Yeah. It, it was uh, – To date. Yeah. It, it was – I think they said the average was like 12 million, but it peaked up at like 17, 17 or 18 million yeah. or something like that. Un- unbelievable. So, unbelievable. Uh, so let's talk about it first. I mean, you know, it, it, was, it was one of those that I was – quietly confident that Tennessee could at least hang and, and come down to the end. Yes. Uh, but you never know. I no. mean, Alabama's made a made a run not only against Tennessee, but against most teams of just throttling them. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. and I was, I was pleasantly surprised uh, about uh, Tennessee and how they performed, and they just stayed the course. Yeah. Uh, it came, now, out, came out red hot, had a little lull in the middle. Not really yes. a lull because they were still – Moving the ball, but Alabama were. sort of caught fire there for a little bit. Yes, yeah. And uh, but you know, I mean, it was man, what a scene! You know, oh. I, we went out on the our back deck after the game, and you could hear. And and we don't live in a subdivision, and you could hear physically hear people <laughs> screaming, half screaming and hollering. I mean, it oh, was yeah. it was crazy. And I know all you. Alabama fans, first of all, shut up. Uh, yeah, you know, although, well, you're one in, one out of the last sixteen years. I don't care. All right. <laughs> oh well, we've won this many national championships. I don't care. It was one that mattered. Yeah, and one that counted. Yeah. So I mean, you, you should be excited when your team wins, and and you should be a you know a little bit upset when your team loses. But uh, you know, now granted, I don't think Tennessee's in a position to throw out past decade stats against any team other no. than possibly Kentucky, which we've won seven of the last nine. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I just think, you know, it was it was a good win for Tennessee, and, and it was good for the SEC and oh, college football. I mean, you don't, I, you don't want one team to dominate constantly. That's I think that's been the, the, the buzz is that finally the stagnant water has been cleared and someone else – is making a change in the SEC. So exactly. there's there's a there's a different team, a different color, and it, so it's it's kind of a breath of fresh air for the SEC and college football. Yeah, because everybody gets tired of the same old, same old. And granted, yes, you're successful, you're winning, but people just get tired of yeah. it. Yeah, it's just it gets dull. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm really really stoked for Tennessee. Yeah, and, and the you, fans. And you know, I mean, it's better. I mean, I would rather watch a game that I know is going to be competitive and all that stuff versus one that I'm just like, well, you know, it's going to be a blowout. We know how this is going to end. I mean, I I was anxious about that game and looking forward to it, and it made my weekend. And even if Tennessee would have lost after that performance, everybody could have at least said, well, we're at least getting there. We showed up. Yeah, we showed up. We showed up. And that's that's all you want from your team. You want to see that effort and you want to see that – fight all the way till the end and that's what they had you're right i think tennessee just proved that uh, they learned how to finally finish yeah and man what what a scene oh yeah 
And, you know, not being there, just watching it on TV, it was exciting mm-hmm. just to watch that. Oh, yeah. And I'm just – I'm happy for the state of Tennessee. I'm happy for UT. I'm happy for the fans. I'm happy for college football, man. Exactly. Because obviously that's what fall's about. Yeah. You yeah, know, We can right. talk about Halloween, but football is yeah. fall. <laughs> yeah. Now, I will say yeah. Bryce Young, and yeah. I've said it before this, this yeah. game. Yes. He is – Amazing. Oh, he is. I mean, it, to, had he not played or had he not played at that level, yes. Tennessee wins easily. Easily. And, I mean, it was evident that he was slightly injured. He was hurting. Yeah. Uh, but to come back yeah. and have the dominant performance that he had for Alabama, yeah. even though it wasn't enough to, you know, carry them over Tennessee. Yeah. It, Man, that's a true baller. Oh, yeah, he's that's a special a player. That's a true baller. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, and he did it with class and dignity. There was no, you know. Well, that's the thing. He's yes. he's a very respectful, very yes. humble. I mean, you, you know, he walked out there knowing he can make basically any play. Yes. But – you know, he, he is a very respectful person. He, he loves the Lord. and he. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he just – he's what you want to represent your program. Exactly. Exactly. We'll talk about another player and who's hot and who's not, who uh, you wouldn't want to represent your program, and he's from Alabama as well. But, but, but Bryce Young is, is, a, yeah. is a fantastic guy and, oh, absolutely, and a fantastic abs- Absolutely. Uh, he's the commander of the ship. Yeah. Uh, you know, as we used to say – as coaches, uh, that's what you want. You want that rep, that kind of representation for your program. Yeah, and, and he's, what, he's the real deal. And I mean, what, he really is. What about uh, Jalen Hyatt in that game? Holy cow, dude! Six catches, five touchdowns, over two hundred yards. I, Alabama's still looking I mean, for him. Uh, I mean, he he could he could still be running free in the whole state of Alabama right dude, now, dude. And I know you saw some of those quick preview shots, the video clips mm-hmm. that they have where Alabama's. Dude, he was he was throttling yeah. the corners. Yeah. The secondary had no answer, and even Saban said it. Oh, yeah. We cannot yeah. handle or control their receivers. No. We can't do it. Yeah. And then there's Hendon Hooker. Oh. Hooker yeah. for Heisman, baby. Yeah, Everybody needs you. a hooker, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you, the, the funniest tweet, and not, not dealing with Hendon Hooker, but yeah. the funniest tweet about Jalen Hyatt was I saw one uh, yesterday It said uh, – Jalen Hyatt is so hot right now. Right. He could score in a room full of nuns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, dude, that's, uh, that's good. good. That's yes, good. it is. Yeah. That yeah. is – that's good. Yeah. I love yeah. it, baby. So, so then, you know, we, we missed the recapping that game. Yes. Uh, then this week Tennessee played UT Martin, and, you know, they were favored by th- – more than 35 points and maybe 37, something like that. Yeah. And, and, and those are those games you never really know, especially after the Alabama game and especially with the giant list of players who are inactive for exactly. Tennessee. Right, correct. Yeah, the and I know where you're going with this too. Uh, when you have such hype that's been built mm-hmm. – coming off of the Alabama win, and not just from the university, but from the college football analyst as well, and social media, oh, my God. They have put so much emphasis on that win. Yeah. And also, they're putting a lot of hype on Georgia, too. Exactly. They're putting a lot of pressure on Tennessee, and hopefully Heupel, uh, we, we know what kind of coach he is, honestly. He will keep them grounded. Yeah. And focus. For each week, one week at a time, one and zero 
every week. Yeah. You have to be 1-0. and And don't look ahead for mm-hmm. any other opponent other than the one that you're getting ready to face. Yeah, because UT Martin, I mean, that's – number one, they've got a pretty high-powered offense. They were 4-2. Yes. and two. Uh, Their coach, his son, was a bench warmer when Alabama lost last – a couple weeks ago at Tennessee. Um <laughs> But, uh, you know, UT Martin is sandwiched in between. You've got L- Tennessee playing LSU and Alabama yes. and then UT Martin. And then after that, they've got Kentucky and Georgia. So, I mean, it was really a spot that, that could have had a big letdown. Exactly. But, the, you know, one of the good things about what happened yesterday was that, you know, just like that meme said, third string starting, mm-hmm. old egg cartons, UT yeah. Martin. Well, we had so much depth to get valuable reps yesterday, that was it was pretty impressive. Exactly, and uh, they needed it because, they, yes. like in the secondary, you know, the last drive that Alabama had on offense, we had a walk on yes. that corner. Yeah, and and so it was good to get uh, experience for not only some of the other guys on all, the offensive end, but but uh, on that defensive side that you really need those reps. Well, and especially yeah, right now going into the you know the end of the schedule that we've got exactly yeah, our defense. And we've said it before. Defensively, I think we were okay. Yeah, we're not not the best. Yeah, uh, we're pretty soft, good at stop, soft, stopping the run. But yes, the we're passes. soft yeah. at times yeah. uh, in coverage. And well, I think part of it is the you know we don't have the overall talent that no. that you would expect uh, from a top five team on defense. Yes. Um. So so Banks, the defensive coordinator. He does a lot of big risk, big reward plays. You know, he'll call a lot of stunts, and when they which, get to the quarterback, it's fantastic. Which they either with when you're stunning, it's either you get there, or you're and vulnerable. if you don't, or you're vulnerable. Yeah. That's the whole yeah. thing. And so I think that's what a lot of it is because it is. You can see most of the time when we give up those passes across the middle, we've got a six man stunt. Exactly. You know. Yes. Uh, and I, I think. Um, you know, they got a little bit with Alabama and even with LSU. They they started getting some pressure with just a four-man and sometimes a five-man. But generally when they get that pressure, it's six-man, and you're just you're, – you're, you're holding on you're, on the back end. You're exactly right. You're uh, right, brother. But, you know, I mean, Hendon Hooker, again, plays less than a half, has 300 total yards, three touchdowns, what 75% the? completion. Oh, exactly. I mean, and, which, uh, which is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, and, and I, told, I told my wife – Yesterday I said, you know, the second half is you have to be a fan to watch those games. You do, you know, you and, do. and it just seemed sort of like, oh my gosh, why don't I, I, I? Personally, when you put your twos and threes in, we've talked about this previously. I want to keep the same offense. I want to keep yeah. rolling. Yeah, and but I understand the more concentration on the run. Let's get the game over with yes. and stuff. But Tennessee still had, I think it was a school record, 696 yards of offense. <laughs> yes. And, and Joe, 65 Joe Milton points. comes in and was slinging Just dimes. flicking I'm the like, wrist across the Tennessee River. <laughs> exactly. I'm I mean, like, what the heck? Now, let me let me tell you, the last yes. two games, <clears throat> and Jalen Hyatt only played six quarters in those two yes. games. 13 receptions, 381 yards, Seven touchdowns. Hmm. It's pretty impressive. Yes, it is. And if correct me if I'm wrong, I think he is set to smash the record for touchdown receptions. Oh yeah, I believe he's either. I mean, he's right there at it, and we've still got five games left. Yes, and that's what they they were talking about it yesterday. I was listening to a uh, an interview where they were talking about who. 
holds the record. He's one away from smashing it. Yeah. And we still have five games left. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So it's going to be, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, this kid is special. I really hope that, and I know Tennessee's had a lot of injuries and, and other things. I hope they can get back to full strength very soon and stay healthy. I just want to see what they could do at full strength. Oh, yeah. You know, back into the season, I, I'd like to see what they could do. I, I agree, and I think a lot of other people do too. Yeah. But think about where they're at now with what they've done. Oh, I know. With. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Definitely not where Miami is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Okay. Gonna... <laughs> the the <laughs> Miami Hurricanes still on the struggle bus. I mean, yeah. you know, mm. Duke, Duke schooled them yesterday. I mean, Duke, Duke's full of smart football players, and I think, you know, they probably broke out the playbook and tried to show Miami, say, well, this is what we study, you know, but. Uh, or yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're, well, I do think Miami will get there with, in time, and, and I think uh, Mario yeah. inherited a, a team that was set to struggle anyway. So it takes time. I mean, it really does. I mean. It does. And uh, I hope for his sake that they keep him around long enough because you know how college football oh, yeah. is. It's, it's not about – you know what you're gonna do for me? It's yeah. What have you done for me lately? Yeah, give, give them some time because it took. It was a sort of a late coming together of that yes. staff and let them have yeah. a couple, three recruiting classes to see what yeah. they can bring in there and how they can compete against exactly. Clemson and all the nobodies. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys, we'll be right back. Uh, when we come back, we're moving on from recaps and we're going to talk about who's hot and who's, who's not. not. guys welcome back to small town 865 i'm joey i'm mac and it's time for our favorite segment of who's, who's hot, hot and who's not all right mike let's start with who's hot i'm going to start it out um i have I've made no secret about my love for the texas for christian the old, university for the old frogs, frogs. Uh, i just uh, i love that team uh and they are we've talked about them previously but they are continuing on a hot streak in the in the land of the Big 12 and the Big 3 and the Pac-15 and the Pac-2 and all those other, you And the know, top seven and the yeah, bottom I mean, three. Yeah, I mean, TCU, 7-0 and in the top ten. Yeah. And, and I know everybody uh, talks about Tennessee's schedule having four wins against ranked opponents, and that is fantastic because their yes. ranked opponents have been really good. I, and when we say ranked opponents – major yeah. ranking yeah. opponents. Yeah. Uh, and TCU, their last four wins have been against ranked opponents that's, after yesterday. That's and pretty now, impressive. Now, some of them were, you know, 20-something, <clears throat> you know, when they played on, but still. But I even mean, then, if you're in the top 25, yeah. you're making a statement. Yeah. I mean, you really are. And Sonny Docks, the coach at TCU, you know, he used to be at SMU and several other places. I mean, he's he's got them rolling. They're fun to watch. Uh, not much defense, so we're – Sort of used to that uh, anyway, so it's you know it, it's fun to watch, and I, I can't wait. I, I hope they continue on that streak because, uh, man, if if they played Tennessee in like a bowl game or a 
college playoff game. I mean, it, it might be whoever gets to 100 first. <laughs> yeah. It, well, especially with Tennessee's offense and yeah. their offense. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And no defense in the stadium. That would be a – I was going to say, yeah, it, that would be a fun game to it, watch. It would be I mean, a fun it really, game. really yeah. would be. So that's my hot TCU, the Horned Frogs. I uh, just co- hope the, they, they keep it rolling. So I'll roll right off of that with the next hot. All right. And coming out of the SEC, we have potential, uh, let's see, multiple teams with one lost at most. But right now, we're talking about two teams that have zero losses. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's that's pretty hot and pretty oh, yeah. impressive, especially for Tennessee. Yeah. And you got to give props to the Bulldogs. Exactly. So those are the two teams right now that are undefeated in the SEC. And we've talked about the Vols. We know we know what they're about. I mean, they're on a roll. Uh, Bulldogs. They here's here's my opinion. Here's where I stand with it. I I will give them props. Give props to little Stetson. You know, as as we talked about little Stetson. Oh, little Stetson. Uh, you got to give props to him. Uh, defense. Is what Georgia is about. Yeah. Offense is what Tennessee's about. So that's I'm telling you, when those two collide, yeah, a couple weeks from now, that is going to be a game to watch, just like the Alabama and Tennessee. Yeah. And and if you notice that everybody's putting a lot of hype on it. Oh yeah. I said it before. They're putting major hype on it. Well, if Georgia wins this upcoming week against Florida and Tennessee wins against Kentucky, I think it's a one versus two. Yeah. I think Tennessee jumps over over Ohio State after another ranked win. Yeah, exactly. And, and how can you how can you not? Yeah. How can you not pay attention to that? Uh, so I, I just think right now that Vols and Bulldogs are hot on the list right yeah. now. Well, and and before we move to our knots, I mean, you think. The past decade has been SEC West, SEC West, SEC West. Yes. And while I mean, I'm you know obviously Alabama is good. Yeah. I think LSU is better than some people thought. Ole Miss struggled against LSU, but I still think they're a good team. I do too. Uh, you know, but you look at Tennessee and Georgia. Mm-hmm. I mean, and little. Little sis Kentucky kitten, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah. they're, they're lurking in the background. You know, they'll be out of the top twenty-five. You know, after this upcoming week. Yes, hopefully. and I well, and I hope, like we talked before, Tennessee needs to keep their their sights focused on Kentucky before Georgia even exactly. comes into the picture. Cleats on the throat. That's it. You know, and you know, take care of business. They yeah. have to be one to know for the week before yeah. they move on to the next opponent. Yeah, but uh, the SEC East is strong this year. I'm telling you, it is fired up. Yeah. Yeah. And it has caused a lot of talk uh, through the college football world. Exactly. So I'm I'm excited for the next game coming up too. I, I am really too. am. So that, that, those are two two good hot programs right there. Uh, now moving on to our knots. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah. We. Uh, you I want just, you want me to start or yeah, you want go, to start? Go ahead. With roll, roll on. So we'll we'll talk about uh, the first knot. And that is all of those who hated on the Josh Heupel yeah. hire. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk about that because I think yeah. this the next knot that you're going to talk about is a major knot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so all of those who hated on the Josh Heupel hire. Yeah, it's a, and it was a lot. Quite a few. 
how do you think they feel now? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm anxious to, to hear, you know, a lot of times the haters get really quiet. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, think, they, they get real quiet because they are, I mean, they're cognitively aware that they have made a huge mistake in yeah. saying that, oh, Josh Heupel's not, he, who is he? He's yeah. not going to do anything. Well, they need to get a notable notable coach in there, especially yeah. with a top-ranked SEC program. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look what he's done in such a short amount of time. The recruiting classes that he has, has brought in, mm-hmm. holy cow. Yeah. And the mindset from the coaching staff. Look at the coaching changes yeah. that he's I'm, – I'm just telling you, he's the real deal. Yeah. He's a younger coach. He's He's got the fire in the gut, and he's got the same thing going on with the players too. Yeah. They are playing with passion and intensity like nobody's ever seen Tennessee in a long time. Yeah, and so, I, I saw a, a, a good sort of piece of information. They said uh, – I think it was Pruitt in his second year – Back-to-back losses against Georgia State and BYU. Yeah. And Hopple's second year, back-to-back wins against LSU and Alabama. And, hmm. and I mean, you Pitt in Florida. I mean, you, you talk about all these. Hopple's 14-6, and six, 20 games in. Uh, it's pretty good. And I think of those six losses, I know five of them were ranked when Tennessee lost to them. Yes. So it's not like they're losing to Bethune-Cookman or anybody <laughs> like that, you know. Or Oh, wait. Oh, no, oh, they yeah. beat them. They beat them. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Signature win. Shame on you, coach. Shame on you. So, I mean, I know Josh Hopple's not Greg Schiano, or um, I think some people wanted Billy Napier, and that's working out real well at Florida right now. Um, you know, yeah, right. You know, the, you know I, I don't know. I don't know who all else they wanted. And I know you've always got, when there's a coaching search, you've always got these big dreams. And I personally would have loved for Tennessee to have gotten Gus Malzahn. I'm a yeah. big Gus Malzahn fan. Yeah. But Hopple's just a good guy. Well, let me, he, he's just the, a down-to-earth, I mean. He is going to be that signature coach that truly, aside from his previous resume, he has truly put himself on the map. Mm-hmm. Because when you step into the SEC as a coach and you're balling yeah. and you are undefeated yeah. going into the latter part of your schedule, you're doing something right. Yeah. You're doing something right. Well, I mean, remember the only time in the history of Missouri football that they were good was when <laughs> Hopple was the offense coordinator. Hello. And then he left and went to you, you, Central Florida and yeah. had success there. And, yeah. you know, I'm. I think that's a lot of people that, you know, the haters or the people that were complaining and griping and pissing and moaning mm-hmm. were because he was from Central Florida. He was Florida. a mid-major coach. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. uh, sorry, but, you know, that's a big knot for me. Exactly. haters. Exactly. Uh, I'm a big Hypo fan. I am too. So, I am too. And it doesn't matter if they lose a game. I mean, it doesn't matter to me, but if they yeah. lose a game or two here and there, I'm still going to be a Hypo fan. Oh, exactly. Because you look at what he's doing. Yeah, You exactly. look at what he's doing right now yeah making it fun for people you're exactly right all right all right my not really pissed me off mike i'm not gonna even (laughs) oh man all right jermaine burton after the tennessee win obviously tensions are high and celebrations and the fans storm the field and jermaine burton who is a wide receiver for the university of alabama um 
walking off the field, a video surfaced of him basically smacking a female student in the face or on the head. It was a little blurry, but it was on the head. Oh, it, it was uh, evident that he, he swung at her. Yeah, and, and hit her. And then uh, this week, you know, he's been – Nick Saban got him counseling, and God bless him for that. But uh, they decided to – it wasn't anger management counseling, um, he said. Uh, but no repercussions to this point. Didn't nope. miss a down – um, you've got Chris Fowler on ESPN saying that he was afraid. He was afraid of like a 115 pound female. And, and first of all, you never put your hands on a woman. Nope. And fortunately for that dude, there were no men like real East Tennessee respect women, men yes. walking around her because he might've been pummeled. <laughs> I'm sure he would have. I mean, I, it, it just, it, it, irritates me that people are justifying that this guy in full gear slowly walking off the field with nobody around him is afraid Uh, and that's the key word and i mentioned this off air to you afraid but yet his helmet was off yeah and he was like on a stroll it wasn't like he was running yeah right whatever i just yeah I, i i honestly hope that you know, they press charges against him and win or lose. I mean, you don't put your hands on a woman and and, and learn to take defeat. Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing. The kicker that said it all is when Saban did the interview and said that we will address this internally. Yeah. So what, 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 what do you mean internally? Uh, we're going to take care of it in-house. Yeah. And basically, you're just going to slap them on the wrist. Uh, I, I think it needs to go beyond that. And, of course, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, that's when, just when a punk. Video evidence, exactly. That's it's, a punk, it, It's man. a punk. I'm sorry. You know, and, and if – I could if, say a few other choice if, words. If nobody else does punk. anything, I hope there's <laughs> uh, true – upstanding gentlemen in the Alabama locker room and hopefully they'll get theirs yeah, at some point exactly. on him. I mean, I just, there, there's no room for that. No, no, that, that, and you know, Saban in that interview, he just said, we're going to handle internally. And he just kind of veers off and talks about yeah. the program. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Let's, let's talk about him to tell us what you're really going to do. Yeah. Oh, nothing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Basically so, a slap on the wrist. Yeah. So, so kudos to Alabama for saying that it's, it's it was an okay incident and kudos to Chris Fowler from ESPN. You're calling you can, them out. You, yeah. It's at what was his, I can't remember what his Twitter was, but look him up, you know, let him know that. Oh yeah. If you think it's what happened was okay or not, because uh, I think for them to just sort of gloss over that fact, uh, it was was pretty crummy, and I could say a oh, few yeah. more words about that as well. So, yeah, I uh, think that that was our hot knot. Is yeah, what that was. Yeah, that, it's a knot, but it is a hot topic. It's a hot knot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to preview our next episode, and I'm just going to go ahead and give you a little spoiler alert. It is going to be Halloween fan. Fantastic. I'm excited for this, baby. All right, we'll be back in just a second. See you in a bit.
Hey guys, welcome back to Small Town 865. I'm Joey. I'm Mac. And we've had a great episode. Glad to get back at it this week. And guys, next week, our um, podcast will release <laughs> on Halloween. Yes. And, and you know, a couple of weeks ago, we, we asked for um, people to reach out and let us know if you had a haunted house or some sort of haunted location that uh, we could go spend some time at and record and uh, and reflect and reflect and, and get scared and <laughs> yeah. uh mike i'm excited you know we're i am too we're actually going to be going and recording from a local cemetery it's got a lot of old headstones we're gonna old, old headstones. we're gonna go at, yeah. at in the dark of night uh we have we have asked permission by the way of the people who run a cemetery and uh so we're well, i'm really excited about it mike i am too i uh, am uh, that they, t- they told us they told me one thing or just a couple things number one they said uh you know don't don't mention just the name of it because people you know if you have a family member that's passed away you don't really want yeah anybody and, say it's haunted or yeah and that's not and i understand that and i do too and that's not really the the focus no we're just going to have fun yeah and but to have in the moment of halloween yeah you know people think of cemeteries and haunted houses and so we're hoping it's a foggy night oh man when we we've got it scheduled to go and uh but so they told us that not to mention the name they also told us that when we get scared and we run away like little girls, which I'm thinking that would be Mike probably. No. Um, I'm going to sit there and take it like a man. <laughs> uh, when we run away to – Joey's going to have his goats beside <laughs> him. Right, my, my comfort animals. Uh, Your support, support animals. Support animals, yeah, yeah. My support goats. Yeah. Uh, for us not to accidentally knock over any headstones as we run away in terror. So. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's going to be a great, great – podcast oh it'll be great i'm, I'm looking forward to spending the night in a cemetery and uh there's nobody else on earth i'd rather see cry in, in the middle of a cemetery than you might uh, thank you i appreciate that <laughs> thank you for the vote of confidence yeah, yeah, no problem no problem uh, i'm just looking forward to this this is one of my favorite times of the year i like fall i like halloween and you know of course what goes hand in hand with fall and Halloween is football. Absolutely, I, it's every. It's just like it's the. Just a great it's a trifecta. Year. Yeah, exactly. It is. Fall, football, Halloween. Exactly. And then, of course, being with you. That, yeah. Doing this is just. This is fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be fun. And every episode yes. we we record, we have a great time. We hope you all are enjoying listening to it and. Make sure you hit us up on Halloween and listen to see oh, please do if so. we survived yeah, the please. night in the haunted cemetery. <laughs> From the hounds of hell. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, I thought about Thriller. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I thought about that yeah. popped into my mind real yeah, quick. But yeah. I'm, I'm excited for this. All right, guys. Well, we'll uh, be with you next week and hope everyone has a good week. Go Vols. Go, go Haunted orange. Stuff. And, and have, a, have a great week full of candy corn. And pumpkin spice. Fa- yes, and that's your favorite candy, isn't it? That's oh, fantastic. Candy, candy corn. It's fantastic. I hate it. Yeah, that's fantastic. I hate it. When, when I'm going to bring some to the cemetery. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. <laughs>